Now, it's a well-known fact. You guys grew up with a wrestling ring in your backyard. Now, that wasn't there originally. So my question is, what got you into wrestling? Oh, man. This, this is Nick. Um, it's hard to answer that because it's been in our blood literally since we were both in diapers. Uh, my, uh, my dad would always have it on TV. So you could say uh, the Hulk Hogan era is what really got us into pro wrestling. Okay. As I sit here and look at this very impressive uh, career that you two have had, you've been in pretty much every pro wrestling company, even if it was just for a very short span of time. Tell us a little bit about your journey before AEW. Well, uh, man, we've been doing this for going on 16 years now, and we, we started out in Southern California, and here there's, there's at the time, there wasn't any wrestling companies to wrestle at. There was only a couple, and they were heavily influenced in Lucha Libre, which is, we're, we're, close, to, we're close to Tijuana, Mexico. So that, that's, that's what the style and culture of wrestling really is around the area. It's a lot of Mexican luchador-style wrestling. So Nick and I trained in the art of Lucha Libre. We, we learned a lot about that, and uh, we wrestled uh, – in the very, very beginning, under under masks, they called them wrestling hoods. And uh, we, we wrestled in silly gimmicks like the uh, El Galaneros, which were like basically chicken. I did a couple of matches as, as a dog called Fluffy. <laughs> so, like, that's how we really started. And we did that when we were green. And then once we got good, we took the masks off and we, we, we started wrestling all over, you know, basically for free around Southern California. And and eventually, we got a, a, a company called Pro Wrestling Gorilla, which is basically, you know, where you want to be. It's the biggest company in SoCal. And uh, after that, that's where we got our names out. And that's what put us on the map. We, we got a, we got an offer to come to Japan and wrestle at Dragon Gate. And from there, we started traveling from the to the East Coast every weekend, getting a flight out, and and we started getting our names out. And that's that that was the beginning of it. And, and people started to take notice, and the internet started liking us. And and uh, and then eventually, you know, we, we, we went to this place called PNA Wrestling. And that was our first big break. We were on Spike TV on Thursday night. Uh, and we kind of learned about what it, what it meant to wrestle on live television and, and how to work a camera. Uh, it didn't work out so well. Uh, from that point, we, we got our biggest break of all. We, we became Bullet Club in New Japan. And that's where we're probably best known for, uh, for, for our work, for our entire career was in New Japan Pro Wrestling under the Bullet Club. Uh, and from that point, we, we built a cult audience. And uh, we, we, we started uh, being the elite, our web series, and we blew up. And uh, we, got the, we got the attention of one Tony Khan, and we decided to start AEW. <laughs> it's, all in, it's kind of a small in a nutshell. That's kind of our story right there. Kind of leads me into what I was going to ask next, which is uh, what gave you guys the idea for your YouTube show, Being the Elite? Um, I, I would say uh, boredom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, these trips that we would do uh, in, in Japan in particular were, were so long and just sometimes very hard to, to get through because... Uh, at the time, Matt and I had just had kids. Uh, we both had a baby, uh, and then soon we've had two kids each. So we, we were missing them. We were missing our wives. Uh, it was 
it was a way to, uh, I don't know, pass time. And, uh, we felt like it, it was a, a good way to, uh, to give to our audience back some, some free content, like, and to show what we do, uh, backstage, you know, like before this, no one really did it. So we felt like it, it just the wrestling wasn't enough. We wanted the fans to see our actual personalities and, how it was to, to get on an airplane for 12 hours and then and wrestle and then get back on, on a plane 24 hours later to fly 12 hours back and then to do shows for Ring of Honor during the weekend. And like and the, the fans caught on and they, they loved it right away. And we felt like that's what made our careers is getting the fans to know us a little bit more personally. Okay. Now, from a fan standpoint, it seems like uh, January 1, you guys announce All Elite Wrestling, and then poof, now we're into uh, pay-per-views, now we're into weekly television shows uh, known as AEW Dynamite on TNT every Wednesday from 8 to 10 p.m. What was it like creating AEW from your guys' standpoint? It was a... A really long process, and I mean, I can tell you this. You know, I I was the first one to pick up the phone with Tony, and my wife was in the room, and it was just the three of us. So and it, AEW was all but just a conversation between the three of us with with exactly zero staff members. You know what I mean? So to to watch it grow from being just a conversation to being this this thing now, this powerhouse, this. Every week we have a live television show for two hours. Like it, it, it's pretty surreal to me because it all happened so quickly, too, all things considered. I mean, the first time I talked to Tony was, was uh, man, was, it was July 3rd, uh, 2018. So, you know, it wasn't, it really wasn't that long ago. <laughs> and to see what we have done already, it's absolutely incredible. Um, yeah, that, that time, uh, there was a time span, like six months, where, we were building and creating a team and it felt like it was taking forever, but now it's like, you know, we're, what are we on our seventh or eighth episode of dynamite already or whatever. It, yeah. it feels like now time is just moving so fast and quick. Like it's the absolute opposite of, of the first six months of this project. It's, I, I can't even, I'm like, where is time going? We're, we already have to go on the road again. There's already another episode. Like it's, it, it's pretty crazy. Um, but I think for me, like, I'm just so proud of how it's all shaped and, 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 and formed into what it is. Because this is what we, what we talked about and what we hoped for and what we hyped in our minds for so long. And now we're seeing it all happen. So it, I take great pride in it. Oh, yeah. Um, Nick, I know you took to Twitter and, and I watched uh, Being the Elite earlier today already. Um, Matt is not cleared to wrestle this Wednesday. So for the first time in four and a half years, you'll be in singles competition. How does that feel for you? Oh man. Um, I'll be honest. I'm a little nervous. Uh, not because, uh, Matt won't be there, but because I'm worried that I'll blow up quickly and lose energy because I'm so used to tagging out and, uh, Man, it, it's a different it's a different game when you're in there with the uh, 
a guy like Phoenix who doesn't run out of energy. So I've been doing extra cardio to try to keep up with this guy. <laughs> but I'm excited. Uh, it's going to be fun. I feel like uh, we have a chance to really have one of the better matches of the night, too. So okay. It's going to be good. And now, do you think uh, this match will uh, reignite the feud that you guys had with the Lucha Brothers? Oh, it's definitely possible. Um, I know Tony actually wanted to do a rematch a couple weeks ago, actually. And I actually had to tell him, no, not yet. Let's uh, let's wait a little longer. <laughs> so who knows? Uh, it could definitely happen. Okay. Now tell me, what does the future hold for the Young Bucks? And, of course, after watching this week's Being the Elite for the Elite. Good question. Uh, for so long, we we were united and we were one and we dominated the pro wrestling industry. You know, and I think it's, it's interesting because, you know, Nick and I, for one, we find ourselves not at the top of the of the rankings. We're not at the top of the tag team mountain like we have been for so many years. Uh, Kenny Omega, same thing. He's the best wrestler in the world, but right now, he's not the champ. He's not at the top of the rankings. It's, uh, it's Hangman Page, like he, you know, I think a lot of people fantasize that Hangman was going to beat Chris Jericho and win the title, and he did. So, I mean, Cody was just unsuccessful at beating Jericho. So it's like, if anything, I I find it, I find it interesting, you know, for us, because so many people predicted we were just going to maul everybody. This was going to be the elite vanity project and it ended up being the absolute opposite of that. But I, I think for us, it's a more dynamic for our characters to chase and to maybe finally like find ourselves again and to become one again, if that's what we end up doing. I think that's more interesting to me than us just all dominating our, you know, uh, our goals. It, people like rooting for someone, and I think the elite is a great team to to, to root for. Okay, um, Matt, do we know exactly how long you're going to be out? Yeah, I'll be back. I'll be back on the road. Whether or not I'm wrestling or not, I don't. I don't know. Um, I'm I'm actually staying home this week. Uh, but I will be back uh, in town at least uh, for the for the next dynamite. Okay, and of course, circling back to being the elite, uh, Nick. There's been kind of a catchphrase that you've become known for regarding merchandise. <laughs> so I just want to know: Can I ask Matt the question? Uh, yeah. Oh God. Hey Matt, where's the shirt? Oh, for the love of God. I, 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 the shirts, the shirt has been worn for so long now. It's faded. Like Nick, Nick just won't let it down. Yeah, you know what's funny is the reason that that he started throwing all the merchandise out that night. I, it was like, man, what was it? Three weeks ago it was to try to end that gimmick, that bit, and uh, the fans just love it too much. <laughs> we have to continue it. So he tried to get rid of all that merchandise on purpose. Now, will that shirt be available for purchase at the Indiana Farmers Coliseum this Wednesday when AEW comes to Indianapolis? Oh, man. Unfortunately, I don't think it will. Uh, ah. I think uh, it's only on ProReferenceTees.com right now, but we probably should start bringing it on the road. 
Again, Matt and Nick Jackson, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure talking with the Young Bucks here on WROI. Look forward to the opportunity to talk with you guys again. Thank you, Thanks, Matt, uh, I'm wishing you a speedy recovery. And Nick, look forward to seeing you this Wednesday at Indianapolis. Oh, thank you. It's going to be fun. All right. Best of luck, guys. We'll talk to you soon.